let's be honest like yes your instagram looks like you real holy you posting bible verses but like when you by yourself what are you really doing and again this is not judgmental i don't know what you're looking at this is just something i want you to consider for yourself What's up, fam? My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuning in to another episode of the W Podcast, where you get wisdom in the world with the feelers. Hey, so we are so excited to have y'all back this week. We got an amazing topic. What are we talking about? We're talking about, are you who you attract? How much does who you attract say about you? Is it biblical? Is it not? Is it hogwash? Yeah, so... If you're wondering where this topic came from, it's actually from a post that we made on Instagram this week. If you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at We Are Just Dating. But the post, interestingly enough, it wasn't even about, that wasn't even what the post was really about. You attract who you are. That was one of the points in like eight different slides. The post was really about dating Christian men who really ain't godly. Like sadly, so many women have that experience. I don't know if you ever had that. I don't think you did, but... I did not, fortunately. <laughs> I have other issues, but... <laughs> uh, were you... Anyway, so... <laughs> Stay on topic. That's what the post, that's what the post was about. You were uh, not attracting godly men. What does that look like? Why is that? Do you really not have any options? But a few people pointed out, and no shade or disrespect to the people that pointed it out, but we said, clearly, it ain't clear enough we love to bring clarity. So we were like, what does it look like to attract who you are? Someone said that's not even biblical. Uh, and I was just like, sheesh, like y'all calling us out on like, we don't know our Bible. Goodness gracious. So we're going to get into all of that. I mean, nobody really knows the Bible. You're right. But dang, like I try. Well, I think it's a, it's a cool podcast topic because you can only go with you on Instagram. So. Yeah. So you ready to jump in? Yeah, let's jump in. Two feet. So... First off the bat, let me just clear this up. You attract who you are when we say that because that's a popular saying. I don't know if you know that, but like a lot of people say that. And it is secular in a way. It's a, you know, popular secular. But when we say that, that is a figurative statement, not literal. So we're not literally saying you attract who you are. If a chicken came up to you and thought she was hot, like you're not a chicken. Like, yeah, it's stupid, but like, that's not what we're saying. We're not saying that if an ungodly man just sees your beauty, if you just find like that, you just can't help but walk through the street and a man looks at you and says that you're attractive. We're not saying that, oh, it's your fault. Right. You can't control that. (laughs) That's not what we're saying. The statement we were making was more figurative and, the, and let me just go back to the post because I, I think it's worth the time. We said, if you are constantly attracting ungodly men, that makes us question, why is that? That's where we were more so coming from with that specific point on that post was if you're constantly attracting men who are not godly, I feel like there at least should be some question. As, as a man, now as a woman, would you agree with that? Or you say, nah, it doesn't matter. Well, I think that it, context matters, right? Because especially if you're like in a community setting, like a church or a school or at work or whatever, just a place where it's like community and um, all of the guys there who don't love God um, and haven't found Jesus yet, think that you are like a good option for them that might be kind of where that is more black and white where that statement would make more sense so if I'm at 
work and I tell everybody oh, I love Jesus and you know I carry my Bible everywhere I'm being so like literal right now but like if I am the Jesus girl at work and then a guy who's like yeah you know do you want to go out with me and I'm like yeah because this all goes back to reputation right and if I'm like oh I love Jesus but I date guys who don't love Jesus and that starts to kind of I start to build a reputation around them and then other guys who don't love Jesus they say oh Pauline you know she she's a bible thumper but I know she gave it up because she gave it up to John and you know he told me about it and this this is that but if I am building a reputation of like no I'm serious when I say I love God like I'm not going to go out with you. Like, I'm not going to entertain you in that way. That will also build up a reputation. And if they if they see the type of guys that I do entertain, that I do go out with, they'll start to get the message like, oh, that's the type of guy that she's interested in. She wouldn't be interested in me. I'm not even going to ask her out. That's how people work. You don't, you know, you can window shop all you want, but you have to get to a point where you're like, this is what I can afford. <laughs> and this is what I can. When I can afford this, I'll go there and I'll go away. I understand why people will be upset about the statement about, oh, you are who you attract because it does make it sound like, oh, you know, you're blaming me. Like if I can't find a guy who loves God and loves me and is attractive, you're blaming me. And I know a lot of women feel that way because perhaps they're older than what they thought they would be by the time they got married and um you know, people may feel like i can or cannot relate to that which they would would or would not be wrong it just really depends on your perspective and your context um but also are you know you don't have to relate to things to be able to speak wisdom over it or else we all would have to go through every single situation and that's not realistic um but yeah i think that a lot of times, you know, it is just very, very easy for us to cast blame um, on others. So a lot of times women do do date crappy guys and they're like, hey, well, you know, I wanted to get married. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. I did everything that I was supposed to do. But this guy I was with just wasn't serious. And, you know, he said he did one thing and it turned out he's he was a liar. And that's upsetting me. But I think a lot of times as women, our focus is too much on the guy. And it's too much on like, oh, well, he was wrong and he lied and he did this and he did that. And it's like, well, okay, sis. Like, yes, he was wrong. But also, how many questions did you ask? What type of questions did you ask? Like, how did you already get six, seven, eight, nine, ten months to a relationship? And then you found out that he had a child that you didn't know about. Like, you know, how many, like, I guess we have to, at some point, like, when are we going to take responsibility for our lives? I think. That question piece is really good. Sorry, I know you was you was in it, but I don't want to I don't want to go too far past that because I think that could get missed. Yeah. Of like, because I think when people read that post, some women who truly do love God read that and were like, "I am not someone who's just out here dating anybody." Right. And I think that's why where it may have gotten offensive, where it's like we're not talking about somebody who clearly don't love Jesus walking up to you. But we're saying the people who you thought maybe they had a deeper relationship with the Lord than they do, yeah. like you attracting those people who are like fringe, I hate to say it like this, but like on the <laughs> fringe, lukewarm Christians. How about that? That's a more biblical term. The, attracting lukewarm Christians. I feel like some of that does come into who you are. Yeah. If it's consistently happening, obviously once happens, maybe even twice. But if you got three, four, five six different instances of dudes coming up to you who are lukewarm and you're attracting them, to me, that says, that's kind Well, of I think at the end of the day, it all goes down. It comes down to reputation, like we said. And it is more obvious or more potent in a community setting, like I mentioned earlier. But I think that um, if you... I really don't... I really want the women to 
walk away from the victim mentality of like oh well this has happened to me and guys have treated me badly and some of you are you know have been and are survivors of really terrible situations whether it be abuse whether it be you know manipulation always other there's the things happen out there and i'm not trying to um sugarcoat that at all but this is really for the women who are frustrated and you're like hey I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing the best with what I have and you feel like all you have are, is scraps. God does not have scraps for you. God has the best, top of the line, Ruth Chris, succulent steak, whatever you're in. If you don't eat meat, whatever it is that you love, top of the line to you, whatever that means, high-end luxury, God has that for you. I feel like some women they entertain scraps because they feel like well this is what my options are this is what I have and I don't want to you know turn down just nothing and be by myself and be lonely and it's like well you're kind of creating this vicious cycle of like okay well I guess he's he saves enough or he's been going to church for two weeks so like I guess that's okay and then you're frustrated that he's not deep and knowledgeable and you know not treating you right and he's you know he just walked off the street yesterday so I think that you know if you are it does it does play into your reputation because even there there are some guys and we've talked about this in the past who like they are sometimes Christian guys are a little bit slower more mature Christian guys are slower when it comes to approaching women and if he's hanging back to see like oh what's Pauline gonna do is she like you know I'm gonna watch her for a couple weeks and kind of get to know her see what she likes and then because I'm being impatient, I'm starting to entertain, you know, Tom. And Tim is like, oh, that's what you're into? Like, okay, it kind of like sets myself up for failure because my idea, my expectation of the Lord is so small. And I'm, you know, kind of not, leave, I'm not, I'm pushing away better options. You said an interesting word. You said entertain. And that was another comment, which I actually like said, you can't control who you attract, but you can't control who you entertain, which a thousand percent, absolutely, you can control who you actively choose to start dating. And I think that that's something that is valuable and should be brought up. Like, yes, absolutely. And I think that's another reason why that statement, you are, you are who you attract, really yeah. bothers some people. Because there are real examples of dudes coming up and they ain't golly, and it's nothing that you've done besides right. just be cute right? that they've come up to you. Right, and I think two things. So I think that, like, you are a summation of who you attract. And so it's not just like, oh, you know, you are the weakest link by the ugliest person who, you know, walks up to you. Like, that's how attractive you are. Like, no, not at all. And I was, I mentioned this earlier, like, okay, almost 98% of the guys especially the black guys in this world would have gone out with Beyonce when she was when she was single, right? That doesn't mean that because the ugly guys interested in Beyonce that she's not beautiful or that she's not, you know, one of the most attractive women. Obviously the more attractive you are, the more guys, the more options you have, right? But at the end of the day, you know, like Beyonce is of course not gonna go out with every single guy that she that's interesting in her she ended up you know going out marrying one of the most richest guys so like that's great but i think that you know some women may feel like oh well because the most recent guy that i remember you know that asked me out or that was interested in me was somebody that i would never be interested in i reject that idea and it's like no like let's not we're not saying that the only guys that matter are the least ones like why is that the first ones that come to your mind i guess but 
we're talking about the totality and like the summation of it all. Like if you had a great guy that you dated but just didn't work out because he moved across the world, like that's probably sad. But also like not every guy that you've dated is a bum, hopefully. And if that is true, like and again, it all goes back down to reputation and consistency. Like if every single, if you're dating the same problem with a different name, then that's something that, that's you. You're the common denominator. You need to make better decisions and you know, like revamp your vetting process when it comes to dating people. But this, like just take a step back and look at the totality of your dating life, not just the most recent one or the most disappointing one and the one that pisses you off the most or frustrates you the most. And then the other thing you mentioned about um, kind of like, you know, who you, who you attract, the first thing that I thought about was a resume. And sometimes we accept certain jobs and we take certain jobs because we're like, oh, this will look really good on my resume. Like, I'm not going to be here forever. But this is going to give me a skill set. This is going to give me opportunities. Like, I want Google. I want Microsoft on my resume, no matter how long I'm there, right? And not that you look at people in that way, because, of course, when you go on in a date or you start, or at least you go enter into a relationship with somebody, you're hoping that it will end in marriage, but you just never know. But also, at the end of the day, you hopefully, you know, we're mature enough to realize, like, there's a good chance <laughs> the person that you're dating, you'll end up marrying them, and that's okay. And that's why you do want to date in a way that is godly, that protects you, that protects them. Um, but also, at the end of the day, you know, you should be kind of thinking to yourself, like, how is this going to look on my dating resume? <laughs> like, because some people be dating people in secret because they're lonely. And they're like, well, I just want somebody in my phone, and I would never introduce them to my mom. And, like, it's like, okay, like then why are you dating him if that's not really, if you're not really proud of that person? Um, and some people look at Instagram as like a dating resume, which is what it is. But I think that, you know, that's something to keep in mind. Um, you know, if you are not necessarily like proud of that person, if you're not learning anything from them and you're not growing in that relationship, whether it leads to marriage or not, because of course some of that, you know, really isn't up to you. <laughs> um, but if you are, you know, you're, you're, it's something that you're proud of. And that's what I guess I'm talking about the entertaining thing. And I totally agree with that comment as well. Like, just because someone's interested in you doesn't mean that you give them your time and your attention. And like this, that post was really, it wasn't for everybody. That specific slide, the one that said, you know, like you are who you attract. Like some of y'all are really killing it with boundaries. Some of you guys know how to use the word no. Some of you know exactly what you're looking for and you've been making decisions according to that and that's awesome and like shout out to you you know if that's you but a lot of us aren't there a lot of us say one thing and we do something else you know if we're being honest uh, we know we talk to y'all and some of you guys make lists and say you want a man who does this and does that but then you're also you know on bumble and dating apps and going out with guys that really have not ever told you that they were interested in Jesus because they're 6'5 and because they're a certain skin color and all these different things like this is real stuff so you have to really ask yourself you know and maybe you're not honest enough with yourself like bring in a friend bring in you know a family member somebody who can keep you accountable who will be honest with you we all have those friends who are like girl Let's be real. Um, but yeah, it's like we all have had habits in times in our lives where we, we know better, but we don't do better. 
So we listen to podcasts, we read books, we read our Bible, we listen to sermons and we get all this information, but we don't apply it. Ask yourself, like, is that you? Is that where you are? And that's that's the type of person that slide was for. As if you're like getting frustrated that like, you know, you're with the same type of guy over and over and over again, but you're not making any different decisions um, and how you're selecting them and how you're, you know, how you're how you're dating. But so some of you, if you were upset by that slide, maybe it wasn't for you. And that's okay. Yeah, no, that's really good. And I just want to speak to the point that brought up the validity of, is this biblical advice? Uh, Because obviously we talk about godly dating. So we definitely want to do our best to speak as much as we can from the Bible. Because obviously the Bible doesn't say anything about the word dating. Right. So how do you have any biblical advice that's godly dating if it doesn't say the word dating? That's because the Bible in totality talks about a lot of different things about your character, how you should act in a relationship that can help you have a godly relationship. So something I just want you to consider. You can take this in your own prayer time when you're talking to the Lord and have a conversation with him about this. But when it comes to you attract who you are, I believe there's a deeper point to just if you are good-looking, you're going to attract good-looking people, things like that. The first verse I want you to consider is the verse that says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And what we mean by that is if you don't think that you have much value, you're going to attract men who are attracted to women who have low self-esteem. But if you know your worth, you are going to find a man who is interested in dating someone who carries themselves with class and integrity. So that goes to when you are out in public, how do you carry yourself? Because honestly, a lot of men who are godly will be kind of intimidated to attract a woman who truly carries herself. Like she knows what she's doing. She's got it all together. She's a boss, especially a lot of like insecure men. (laughs) They definitely, I feel like it's, do you agree? Like, I feel like it's harder for a man to really approach a woman who's like, if the man is insecure. Yeah, and we're not talking about like mean, mean boss girl. Like, oh, I got no, my stuff. I don't don't, say te- that. don't don't step to me. It's more about like you can still be friendly and still you know have your stuff together. And and as, I mean, no one's life is completely together. We'll be honest, but, but yeah, I know a lot of guys. I like. I mean, you can speak to it more, but they they often like admire and respect women who are that way. And it, a lot of times, it takes them longer to ask them out because they're like, yeah, when I step to her, I gotta have. I gotta know what I'm gonna say. I gotta know what place I'm gonna take her. I gotta, I gotta have everything in order because I see her reputation. That's what it all comes back to. That's one of the things that attracted me to you, and also helped me know how I, like you said, how I had to come correct when I was trying to pursue you and date you because you were a leader at church. I knew that you were a supervisor at work. Like I saw the character that you had, and I was like. I can't be (laughs) no bum trying to have a relationship with Pauline. Uh, The second verse I want you to consider is this. The Bible says you reap what you sow. There's so many verses that talk about sowing and reaping. So if you are someone, let me lean in real quick, because this is about to be really vulnerable. Like, I need you to be really honest with yourself, because you're never going to have the relationship you want if you're not truly honest with where you are today. It starts with today. So if you're someone who sows seeds of lust, whether it be what you're watching, whether it be what you're listening to, some ladies, what you're reading, yeah. Fifty Shades. All right. So if you're showing, if you're sowing seeds of lust, you can't expect to reap 
a godly man. Like, let's be let's be honest. Like, yes, your Instagram looks like you real holy. You posting Bible verses, but like when you by yourself, what are you really doing? And again, this is not judgmental. I don't know what you're looking at. This is just something I want you to consider for yourself. If you're sowing seeds of pride, if you're someone who's prideful, meaning you never apologize, nothing is ever your fault, you don't really think about others, you think just, how does this benefit for me? You can't expect to reap a godly man who is walking in humility. Yeah. Do you sow seeds of insecurity? Are you someone who, oh, who you texting? Well, let me see your phone. Like, and, and let me be careful. Like, I get that some people have been through real pain because of past experiences, but let's get healed, let's get whole, and then move forward because we can't trust our boyfriend. We definitely not going to be able to trust our husband one day. Yeah, and we talk about that in Justine University in the first course as well about getting free because some of you all, either you've been through it on your own or maybe you've seen your moms or your aunts or you've seen parents go through tough times and it's made you you've kind of like adopted inherited their per, their pain and their mistrust and it does affect the type of um guy that you're with the guys that you trust or the guys you're open to and honestly the type of guys that are interested in you and whether you re you realize it or not and i've heard stories of women who like even just seeing their parents divorce like they were self-sabotaging because they were like deep down they were afraid to get divorced themselves as well and a lot of us go through stuff like that maybe it's not as you know kind of traumatic as a divorce but it just may be different things that you've seen and the reason why this is so important you know tying it back to the post of like okay you are you know who you attract and it really comes back it all comes down to reputation we talked about that and responsibility, taking responsibility for your reputation. And it starts with daily decisions and daily habits. Because if we don't take, as women, if we don't take responsibility for the people that we date and the people that we entertain and the type of relationships that we are building, that we participate in, um, the alternative of that is to vilify men. And that is exactly what the enemy and what culture wants us to do. They want all the women to get together in groups and say oh i hate guys guys did this to me they did that to me um but at the same time you want to get married so it's very very confusing and it's very it's not of god if we're being honest and like that's how a lot of women with that same mindset like you have to get rid of that mindset of vilifying and blaming men like we have to take responsibility for ourselves because honestly if you get into a marriage and you don't get rid of that mindset, you're going to be blaming your husband and you're going to say, oh, well, you you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Instead of saying, hey, babe, I I did something wrong and I'm and I'm not afraid to, you know, to come to you and say it. And that's how, honestly, a lot of women push men out of the home and they push men out of their, their kids' lives and out of their marriage. And I know I'm getting like super deep right now, but it's very, it's very true. <laughs> like, it's because women have this mindset of like, okay, well... If I do something, it should result in this type of fruit or this type of, you know, this type of product. Like, this should happen. And it's like, okay, if I make myself available, then I sh guys should treat me well and do this and do that. And it's like, well, I mean, you're talking about you want a certain type of guy. But what type of guy, what type of woman does that guy want? Like, you want to you want to become that type of woman. Like, are you respectful? Are you honest? Do you apologize? You know, all of those different things. Um, and it's, like I said, it's important for you to take responsibility for your actions now and 
so you don't sit around and, 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 and have a pity party about your dating life <laughs> um, and that you are ready for marriage, you know, when that time comes to be a good partner. Yeah. Again, this episode is not for everybody. We're not saying that all every woman who's listening to this, that you're not taking responsibility. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying right. be honest with yourself if that is where you are. And also, there's men that listen to this podcast. So this really ain't just about the ladies. Fellas, like, you attract who you are, too. Yeah. Let's sum it up again. The, the two main points outside of what Pauline just said. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What do you think about yourself? That applies to men just as much as it does to women. Like, do you see yourself as somebody who is worthy of having a healthy relationship, who is a godly man or woman? And then the second point, you reap what you sow. Fellas, this really talk about us when we talk about the lust and what we're watching and what we're looking at. Like, all of that is men and women how do you view yourself what are you sowing because that is what is going to lead to you having a healthy relationship so hopefully this was helpful we love y'all if we stepped on some toes it's okay we're in this together if you're like i don't know about this like we would love for after our podcast you spend more time with the lord and ask him questions and be like, Lord, like I heard what they said, but what are you saying? I would love that, please. So this has been another episode of the W Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for watching this video. To get more Christian relationship advice, subscribe to our channel. And make sure you check out our other videos as well.